I want my shirts laundered like they do at the Imperial Hotel. I want room service. That's actually back to film, never mind. This is Welcome to the Science Fiction Rating System <laughs> podcast. A podcast that ranks every science fiction film from 1 to infinity. We've been away for a while, but we're back at last. My name is Sam Draper, and I'm joined by Alex Humphrey. Hey there. And um, Chris isn't actually here yet, but he's, he's on the phone. Uh, I want to get online. I need a computer. <laughs> he's struggling to get a computer, I think. He's not... Uh, he sounds really different. Oh, he's lost his childhood. Oh, well, that, that will be a problem, because we do normally talk about Chris's it's childhood. It's true. Uh, yeah. Anything else to add, Chris? I can carry nearly 80 gigs of data in my head. <laughs> strange boast, well, but yeah. Yeah, it's not a very good boast, is it? It's less than, well, I don't know. No. Um, yeah, uh, Chris, I, well, let me just speak to him. Yeah, he can't be here. Chris can't be here. Uh but um, he's coming around late. Have you got any? Have you got requests for your pizza, Chris? Double cheese anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is his favourite pizza. It is his favourite pizza. Uh, yeah, uh, we are we are flying two men. We're a two man show today. It's a two man team. It's a duo, not a trio. This is our first proper film review of two of us, isn't it? Uh, mm. Chris, let's is, see what happened. Yeah, let's see. Chris, Chris is away uh, on business. Directorial business. Um, I mean, really, that's as much as we know, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. we're not holding anything it's back. It's very cryptic. It's a yeah, yeah. It's a, who knows what he's doing, but that's okay. Yes, we can handle it. We can. You know what? Um, before that, I had COVID, which is why I've been gone for a few weeks. Mm. Um, yeah. So I was slacking off putting an episode up, and we've actually got one in the bag, which is going to mm-hmm. out of sequence. It's all very confusing, but basically, don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry about it, listener. We're okay. We're, We're fine. Still going. Alex, you're good, aren't you? Oh, I'm fine. You've yeah, not yeah, had I'm COVID. I'm fine. No, no. You're not no, directing no. a film. I'm not directing a film. Right. I don't have COVID. No. Fantastic. And do you know what I did with this film? What? I actually watched two versions of it. Oh my god, that's commitment. So I've been. So you I've are basically yourself to... and Chris. You've done. You've yeah. Done both so I could watches. argue with both. Brilliant. Like I could okay. almost argue with myself <laughs> about about the merits of the. Uh, the you know mainstream version versus the Japanese director's cut. Yeah, I can have that conversation wow, with myself. I'll try it. not to, but uh, you know, but yeah. Um, and also, it is Easter Sunday, and this film is actually weirdly uh, relevant for Easter Sunday. Is it? Yeah. Certain characters in the film. He's got sensitive. Jesus is in the film, isn't he? Oh, Jesus is in. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is it? Jesus, it's Jesus time. Yeah, yeah. It is Jesus. It literally yeah. is Jesus time. Happy Easter, Alex. That, that, you're right, actually. It's very well timed. Yeah. I didn't think about it. Um, uh, unless we're doing rabbit season again, oh, then, dear. yeah, this is the best we could do for a, <laughs> a an Easter film. <laughs> yeah, so the film is uh, Johnny Mnemonic. I don't think we mentioned it yet. And we're yeah. doing this because we, um, we've we got a contest, haven't we? Yeah, we have. So it's, uh, it's actually the Blu-ray. We've got a Blu-ray competition for this because on the 25th of April, this is going to come out on Blu-ray for the first time in the UK thanks to 101 Films. And on that Blu-ray, because I luckily have got a copy of it, mm. thanks to them, it does have, uh, yeah, it has the main version, but as I say, it does actually have the Japanese director's cut, which according to the director is more akin to what uh, him and uh, William Gibson kind of wanted it to be. Right. Yeah, it's much more near to their vision. Is it very different? Um it's quite different. We can go. We can talk about that. Okay. But I don't know. But, but I think uh, this is a film that almost suffered 
it suffered because the 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 company got more involved than it wanted. They yeah. wanted to make it very small, I think. Yes. I think the original concept was to make this almost an art house yep. science fiction film. But they tried to raise a small amount of money, but suddenly the internet became a thing. And uh, then the, I can't remember, is it Sony or whoever, got, whoever it is behind it, Paramount maybe? They were like, oh, this is about the internet. Cool, have all this money. And it kind of derailed yeah. them a little bit maybe and they got a lot more involved than they should have so TriStar TriStar yeah so I think Robert Longo and William Gibson had a much different vision for this and unfortunately it got kind of yeah they got kind of sidelined by the money basically unfortunately I did wonder because there's a weird thing about this isn't there that the original soundtrack was by someone called Michael yes. Danner yeah and that's on the Japanese version is that right I could tell you straight off the bat, yeah. the original soundtrack is way, way better. Yeah. It's much more uh, with like, oh, we're not getting into the film straight away, but like uh, the original soundtrack, you know how this soundtrack just kind of steamrolls across the whole film? Yeah. The original soundtrack is much more fitted to what you're watching in a weird way. Yeah. So like when there's scenes with the Yakuza, it becomes a bit more Asian influence. Right, yeah. When there's more of the, the kind of, there's a bit more of that metal stuff. Yeah. It's a bit... This, it's very 90s, but that, that plays... Then there's more mu- actual film music right. at points as well. It's a way better sound. I mean, yeah, the score yeah. in the real version is, is by Brad Fiedel, the Terminator guy, and it's awful, isn't it? And also really another weird bad. thing is that there's a... Where's my note? There are tracks in it by uh, the band Black Rain, who mm. also scored the, scored the entire film, and it was the, their score was rejected by the director, oh. and then somehow some of their songs got put back in, I guess, by the distributor again... Perhaps that's the point. So, yeah, there's, there's actually three. I mean, definitely, tracks. again, we're jumping ahead, but you know the bit, the Welcome to Newark bit? Yeah. And there's this kind of weird song over that. Yeah. There's a different weird song over right, it okay. in the Japanese version. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, the Blu ray, you get the Japanese director's cut, there's behind the scenes stuff, there's an entire commentary by Robert Longo, uh, there's a short film adaptation of William Gibson's G- uh, Gernsback Continuum. Right. Called Tomorrow Calling. I don't know who made that, but yes, there's a lot, a lot of stuff lot of on the Blu ray. Yeah, and it's quite a nice, uh, if you look at the, like, it's a nice packaging and everything as well. So, well, yeah, yeah uh, you can you can win that yes. if you want. Uh, what we'll what do, rate us somewhere and tell us you rated us. Five stars on iTunes, uh, let us know. Sci fi rating everywhere or science fiction rating system at gmail.com. And that will definitely, the competition will at least run one more podcast. Yeah, to the end of the month, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, Join the Monic, um, directed by Robert Longo, as as uh, Alex mentioned, and as you also said, originally meant to be something a lot smaller. Uh, it stars Keanu Reeves, and it's in that weird. Um, it's a grown-up Keanu Reeves, isn't it? But not yet Matrix. Yeah, it's a kind of yeah. He's trying I've... to be a real actor, I think, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I think this is... The cast of this, I think, is amazing. But, I mean, is, maybe, that, a, maybe that says something about me. It's a strange but. cast. Well, actually, let's let's start by going for the cast. I think the cast is the most interesting about the film, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, straight up, we've got Dina Meyer there from Starship Trooper. Yeah. It's probably the least exciting thing about the cast. Mm, yeah. Uh, Dolph Lundgren is kind of the overall kind of nemesis bad guy. Yeah. Playing a version of Jesus, which or a guy who says to Jesus, which is weird. <laughs> um, Henry Rollins... Of the yep. punk band um, Black Flag is in yep. it, uh, which yep. is odd. 
But he t- I mean, was I feel like he was in a lot of films, but then I, I think, couldn't then find any credits. Yeah, he's in a lot like of stuff. stuff. Is it TV stuff? Maybe I, I've definitely seen him in stuff before. Mm. I don't know if it's TV yeah. films, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Beat Takeshi is in it. Yeah, amazing. Again, what, pretty. How? How did they? Yeah, I don't even. How did that even? I mean, I've read that it's because they wanted the film to do well in Japan, but that doesn't mean you get him involved so easily. Yeah, like. it's, again, weird. Uh, Ice tea. <laughs> Has a has a, a massive role in it. I mean, he's basically yep. like third billion, really, isn't he, in terms of the screen yeah. time? And then yep. Udo Kier is in it as well. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like all over the place. Yep. And yep. I missed anyone. I think that's main, the main. Oh, the 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 main guy Shinji, who's the laser nail guy. Yes. Uh, all the only credits I could find for him were the film Pixels, which he should be embarrassed by, and he's in one of the Resident Evil films. But I don't remember him in Resident Evil. But he was in uh, Space Truckers as well. Which we watched. Oh, was he? Yes. Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Okay. Just saw a credit for no. using that, but um, yeah. So, no, but it, it's a nuts cast. It is a mad. It's a very like mid nineties cast, isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> Henry yeah. Rollins and Ice T in your serious in your serious yeah. uh, sci fi film. And not what I like about the cast, though. We're not talking cameos here, as you say. They've all got actual characters. Yeah, yeah. this is all. They've all got main characters. Yeah. There's not just like oh, and then the person pops up. Yeah, These are all people who are in it properly. Like yeah, from the beginning. But I couldn't work. Out. How the hell did Robert Longo even make this? Because I couldn't find his only credits seem to be REM videos. Yeah, I didn't really get that. Like, what the? I mean, I guess I suppose if he's making an art house film that suddenly got picked up, it would mm. make sense that you'd. But you'd think he'd have lost control over it or something, wouldn't you? If he was gonna, do you think he knew William Gibson? Maybe. Yeah, I don't because know. Because you're not going to get anything done without his, you know, like his his involvement. He's done, he did nothing else since, did he? Either that was the other weird thing. No, ninety-seven. Nothing since nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. He directed an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, that's his other only the credit, I think. Um, yeah, yeah and it's worth mentioning as well, as Alex mentioned, William Gibson there. He obviously wrote the short story, Johnny Mnemonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also wrote the script for this, which I didn't realise till the end. And I was like, wow. like, <laughs> Yes, uh, yeah. That's quite yeah. amazing. But um, he, yeah. he's, a, he's a short story writer, not a script writer, obviously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. He's that. weirdly, I would say with him, isn't he? I mean, he's like credited as like the godfather of cyberpunk. Yeah. But weirdly, there are very few adaptations of his work. It's because his stuff is so out there. I think it's hard to mm. um, hard to make work on the cinema screen. Like it's a lot of true. You know, it's like really like the virtuality is like balls out crazy. You know, and, and it's yeah. a lot of like metaphysical things, things like that, where you've got to yeah. It's either too wordy or too weird, I think. So I think it's hard to yeah. get um, stuff done. Well, the character, one thing that does show you maybe what was going on at the time, the character that Dina Meyer plays is Jane. Yeah. That's supposed to be, because um, the short story, Journey Mnemonic, the link between Neuromancer is the that bodyguard character right. who's called something different. I can't remember her name. Yeah, because this is written, this was before, this is like the first world thing set in that universe, isn't it? I think this is kind of before Neuromancer, so. which is... Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do, I think that, oh yeah, that's it. The character Molly Millions from the original story was changed to Jane for the film. They are very similar characters, except Molly had retractable razor blades under her fingernails and augmented vision. It's believed the change was due to mo- the Molly character being attached to rights for a possible future Neuromancer uh, film adaptation. So they couldn't use the character because right, they were already right. they'd already pinned down Neuromancer to make it, but mm, it never got made. Happened, so, yeah. so she's kind of supposed to be that character, yeah. but but not, I guess. Right. So, 
Yeah. Right, well, let's get into it. And let's start with... Uh, I'm going to read out The Crawl, basically, because this film... Well, let's read this the thing out. So, it starts second decade of the 21st century. Not it is, though. It's very, like, in there. Corporations rule. So far, you know, so normal. The world yeah. is threatened by a new plague, NAS, NAS, nerve attenuation syndrome. Now, I didn't really pay attention to this crawl because I had COVID. Right. And they and <laughs> they they kind of talk about NAS a lot in the film and don't re-explain what it is until a long, no. long way through it. <laughs> no. Now I would already say yeah. in the Japan in the in the director's cut Japanese version, number one, the crawl is completely different text. Yeah. Unfortunately, I couldn't find a copy of it, but it is says completely different things along the same lines, yeah. but it is different. But also mentioning the NAS thing, there's a lot more. It feels like there's more of that in the director's right. cut. Like they're trying to make it more obvious that it's a thing yeah. and it's a problem. Yeah, because because well. you only really see Dina Meyer with it, don't you? No one else has really got it. Have the they? people in the hospital are supposed oh, yeah, to have yeah, it. Yeah, but I think but, initially at least yeah. it's not as. I don't know. I don't think it does a very good job of establishing the world. Oh, you can see all this crawl so long, really, because it has to do a lot yeah. of work. Um, yeah, so the cor- there's corporations and there's also these low-techs who are like uh, a resistance movement who are kind of against the corporation. It's, you know, you're, an- you're anti- it's like anti-capitalist, isn't it? Um, mm. Who are the hackers and the... Uh, hang on, it's, it's really good. Where's the line? Um, hackers, data pirates and guerrilla fighters in the info wars. <laughs> Brilliant. Um <laughs> And the corporations are, uh, they use the Yakuza as their, yep. like, to protect them from these people, which, you know, all right. Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not, indeed? <laughs> um, uh, it, the low techs wait in their strongholds in the old city cores like rats in the walls of the world. <laughs> Very dramatic. Um, and into this world, we meet uh, Johnny Mnemonic. Now, Johnny Mnemonic, right? Why, just Johnny. Yeah, just sorry, just Johnny. Why is he called what Johnny Mnemonic? Right, Johnny's not a mnemonic, is it? No, Johnny. It's because he's a mnemonic courier and he's called Johnny. Yeah, but like the word mnemonic, right? Yeah, it's oh, it's a thing, isn't it? It's a um, like an yeah, ac- isn't it like an acronym? Yeah. So yeah, but he's not. What's that got to do with him? I thought they're just called mnemonic couriers. What his job is? He is a mnemonic courier. Yeah, but and I don't know why they're called. That's that. what I mean. Like, I don't. Know, I don't see how that word relates to what he's doing in any sense. No, not really. Like, no. what about him is in mnemonic currying? He's not like. I, don't, I just, I just didn't know why they used the word mnemonic. No, other than it's a bit it sounds weird. cool. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? But and it's hard to spell. <laughs> I thought that at some point they'd reveal that Johnny was actually the word was a mnemonic for something like you know jumped off. <laughs> hyper. Next. Next. Neural. neural, no, neural net, yippee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, I don't know. maybe. No, it just frustrated yeah. me. It's a kind of a, you want the word to be used. Anyway. In the original, in the in the director's cut crawl, yeah. it has the word mnemonic couriers or something. It explains what it is. What so it's doing. trying to, it's hitting you more towards why, yeah, yeah. that is there. Um, yeah, he, so he's mnemonic couriers, as you say, and he's like, yeah. He has to deliver it. He's delivering like data, isn't he? So he put data in his head. Yeah. And he delivers I mean, it's it. More, he's not the only one doing it. There no. are other. You, it's, you assume this is just a job. A common thing that happens. Do. People yeah. put encrypted and important data in their head and it's kept yeah. safe because they can't trust the necks or the hackers and stuff like that. So they trust yep. his head. 
yeah. and he takes things to other people, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, as he boasts, he's got 80 gig of data in his head. <laughs> now, what is this film set in? Uh, no, no, it's, oh, it was 20, made in 2021. Set in 2021, so that's last year. Last year. <laughs> 80 gig of data. I mean, I've got... Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, what have you got? This here, I mean, this... Yeah. Um, um, for the sake of the podcast, I'm holding up a little drive that is the size of a, a, of a fingernail. US, uh, yeah, USB port. That's got just, 256 it gig of it on, on that little, <laughs> little thing there. So if you had that in your head... Or no, if you put the data that he gets... Because the data he gets is three... It, it, was it... it um, three something? Three, three, 360 gig, is it? Something like that? Yeah. So you wouldn't, you'd only need one and a bit of them yeah. to, to do it. And he's severely overloaded. Completely. <laughs> I mean, the, it's just—it's a very—it's just funny, isn't it? That kind of—I mean, you think like when, when was it made? Ninety. Ninety-five. So, what would a, a better hard drive then? Would probably be about what hundred, five hundred twelve meg, maybe. Let's, I'm going to look it up. Average. I mean, so are, 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 are we trying to are we trying to say that is because you've got to imagine. William Gibson's a visionary. And so he sat there and he went, right, what's a crazy number I could put? I mean, how, how nuts is that? That the, the craziest number he could think of is nothing to us, basically. Well, I mean, as an example, my computer right now, with several external drives, I've got uh, 13 terabytes of storage <laughs> on this computer. <laughs> uh, and 60 gigs meant to be mind-blowing, but yeah. It's kind of it's just weird, isn't it? Like how even a futurist cannot predict yeah. exponential growth because it is so off the charts. I mean, yes, the fact that like literally yeah. everything. I mean, the, the 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 car in our camera has got more uh, in yeah. our in our sorry the camera in our car has got more data than <laughs> than this. Yeah. It's, it's it's just nuts. Just a strange yeah. thing, isn't it? That it's sadly yeah. ages stuff. But yeah. Oh, hey Sam, can I stop you? Yeah. I just need to go and get some ice. <laughs> okay, why is that? No, you're supposed to say. We've already got. Oh right, sorry. Yes. Ice. <laughs> sorry, I'm not very with it. Sorry. Sorry, I just that I just quote that because that is I don't know why when I started watching this film I realised that this is one of those films that I watched at a very impressionable age and quoted. Oh right, you mentioned So you are, you're familiar with the film? Very familiar with I, it. Yes, and I oh. and a lot of the Keanu's quotes in this really I remember them very well. See, I've never including seen it. the ice. You've never seen it. I've never it. seen it. No. No. Oh wow. Um. Hmm. Oh right, I, I wouldn't. Have... No, I'd read the book. I read the short story. I don't know if I saw the film and then read the story, but I definitely read the story because oh. I, yeah, definitely when I was a teenager. But yeah, I, these a lot of Keanu's lines I could see it into I your brain, yeah, very well, including the ice line or like for he instance, did... double cheese anchovies, as he, uh... yeah, he. It's. I mean, it is classic Keanu. His delivery is like it's proper. Like whoa. I mean, it? I mean, Keanu is a bad actor, isn't he? I think it's fair mm. to say he can't, in a traditional sense, he's not a good actor. No. Uh, now, I, I don't know if, if Robert Longo and William Gibson were with us on this podcast, which would have been amazing, but they're not. <laughs> I don't know if they might have argued the standpoint that this was almost, it's a bit of a pastiche, maybe. Do you think? You know, that maybe they're supposed to be not bad, but it's maybe like the neo-noir element that Keanu's maybe a parody a little bit. I think you're giving too much credit. You think I am? I, I think okay. he's just being told to do more than he can do. Yeah, and I think he's. I love him. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a take, isn't it? It's a different way of acting. Uh, I love it. I, I just love him. I love. I love him in all of this. <laughs> this one of my favourite Keanu. Well, what would you describe it as? He's like, he's over the top, but kind of. He's a cool dude, isn't he? In a way, yeah, very highly strung. 
very highly strong. I mean, there's some ama- there's a bit right near the end uh, where they just say something to him, and he just goes, oh, and just makes some faces, walks up and down, and points, and then he just does what it is they're going to do. Like it's right at the very end. Yeah. He doesn't even talk. And it's I've watched both versions. That's not something edited out. That's just what he does. Like, um, yeah, he's kind of a blend of like, yeah, we're talking like surfer. Kind of point break. Yes. I don't know. I mean, he's maybe a bit like uh, that kind of point break. I suppose it's a midpoint between that and the Matrix, isn't it? Like he's not mm. being told to, to calm down a bit, but no, and he's not. He's not embraced his own. And he just looks absurd in that suit as well, doesn't he? Doesn't look like he should be wearing a suit. He looks too. <laughs> he looks like a child, like playing a dress-up sort of. Yeah, the suit does look a bit. It's like Talking Heads. It does look it a little bit too big heads, yeah. for him, doesn't it? I don't know why yeah. it doesn't fit him. Yeah. Um, and also, this is a Keanu who's not very good at fighting. No. Yeah. No. His his the fighting is not very good. And I think it was one of the main problems they had was they thought the mainstream cut they trying to make it into an action film mm. when they didn't really see it as an action film. They saw right, it as sci-fi. Right. Um, but when you see him fighting, he's he's rubbish. No, he's, he's not very good at fighting no. at all, is he? <laughs> no. So he's gone. He's picked up this data, and the deal is basically that the agreed amount. It's a lot more than he he, he yeah. expects. As we said, I think it's three hundred three hundred twenty gig it is, and yeah. he agrees to do it because the money's so much that he says he can afford to basically remove the. He's got to get it out of his head again in a certain amount of time, as he does go mad. He wants it. Well, he wants his memory back, doesn't he? Yeah. So we're kind of. He talks to Udo Kia, who's Ralphie. Yeah. Uh, Come on, Ralphie. What's the deal, Ralphie? <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps saying that, doesn't he? Um, uh, and he wants his. He wants all his memory back, and it's like, oh, one last job, and yeah. then you can have your memory back because uh, he had to dump his. Uh, he had to dump his childhood to get to, to get to his, make his room space. For this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So he goes, yeah. So two two interesting differences in the director's cut. Mm-hmm. When he leaves the hotel, you know, you see very briefly the riots going on. Yes. Much, much. There's a really nice shot, overhead shot of the riots and the, the cars and the protesters. And it lingers on the rioters much, mm-hmm. much more in the director's cut. He has to kind of walk through them a bit more. And you're, they kind of frame the rioters in front of the pharmacom. It looks... It's like they're trying to tell you that it is a lot more unrest going on. Yeah. It's not just a glimpse. Yeah, you get about awesome. like a five-second nice sort of Blade Runner panorama, don't you? And that's about yeah. it, all you see really in the city, isn't it? No, no, there's more. There's uh, more in there. There's also, when he gets to the hotel, before uh, after he sees the weird little girls, yeah. and then, and you know, in, in the normal version, he sees the girls that gets in the lift, he actually sits down next to a guy, starts speaking in Mandarin or Cantonese, and he buys the upgrade off the bloke right. in the hotel. So in the lobby, you see him buy the upgrade to his brain. Yep. And then he goes in the lift and plugs it in and upgrades himself. Right, so you're okay. seeing... It's it's definitely... The director's cut fleshes a lot of stuff out. Yeah. And it it does give you a more complete story, yeah. I would say. I mean, it like, is... I think the, the theatrical's about an hour 20, isn't it? It's really short. Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not that much longer. Maybe an hour. It's maybe 40. Right. But it, it's... But a lot of like what they put in it is better because yeah. it is just fleshing out and trying to world build a little bit more. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, the the data transfer process is pretty amazing. This film, uh, he wears a yeah. uh, a VR headset. I love those. The headsets are great. I mean, he predicted that pretty well. They look pretty. They look yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think that's but modelled on. Uh, I think it was called virtuality or virtuosity. I, think I mentioned this before. There was a VR headset in the nineties, basically that existed. Oh, okay. um, I think it's modelled on that. It looks an awful lot like it. Um, yeah. 
The most noticeable thing about this, I think, is that when he's being downloaded, he kind of pulls this like grimace and his teeth are yeah. on display. And this yeah. is a, a pre-dentures uh, Hollywood, isn't it? He's got his real teeth. <laughs> and it's so strange because yeah. he's got one like bent behind another one. It's so weird seeing a Hollywood yeah. person who's not got gleaming white teeth, isn't it? Odd, yeah, that's true. Odd. Again, though, again, for someone who's such a futurist, this film, like Demolition Man, they have those tiny CDs, don't yes, they? Yeah, it's yeah. on the data is on a tiny CD again. Yeah. So it's again what people thought. Oh, yeah. that, this is what they thought the direction of it was completely wrong. Which again is weird like, in itself because they again existed and they had less data on the normal CD. So it's weird yeah. they thought that we'd. <laughs> so we'd yeah. I guess. I suppose in a way, I guess you'd have more layers on the disc. I don't know. But no, it is ridiculous. They do, they do, do look cool, don't they, though? Small scenes. Yeah, and I do. I think this is a really good scene when he's like he's like grimacing and you're seeing all the flashes and the TV's got that like anime going in the yeah, background yeah, yeah. and you've got the, the Yakuza coming up. I think it's quite nicely... I think it's a good start. Like, I also like, looks good. I like how nervous all the people in the room are about yeah. it and like they're really like not... They're in over the head, aren't they, basically, what's going on? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. For reasons we don't know yet. But yeah, the Yakuza come, wipe them all out and... Yeah. It's the corporation are getting, trying to get back whatever this data is that he's got in his head. Uh, Which he doesn't know. He doesn't yeah. know yet, no. Far, but far. it's encrypted. It's encrypted. Yes. Um, right. We see Beak Takeshi... Uh, mm. Who is the head of Pharmacom? Yep. This is the most sort of Blade Runner bit. I thought his whole like, he's where he lives. He's like Smoky Dojo on top of a skyscraper kind of yeah. thing. It's very, very cyberpunk, isn't it? Um, Director's cut. Yeah. Way more beat Takeshi. Is there? Oh, that's good. Way more. So you know his female, his assistant. Yeah. There's loads more of her. There's lots more of him. And so. In the normal version, the first time we see him, he's just in the his, office. his desk, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. Right. So in the director's cut, there is this fucking amazing scene that you just think, why didn't you keep this in? The first image of Beat Takeshi, he's sitting on a bed in his daughter's bedroom, surrounded by soft toys. It looks like something oh. out of Akira. And in front of him on the floor, there's this circle and his daughter's playing in the circle. Mm. And she's all like, Daddy, that like that. And then he turns, as the, his assistant comes in, he turns it off and she disappears. So it's obviously like a VR right. thing. And you're just like, that is, number one, it looks good. It's a very simple effect, but it looks really good. But you totally get, you, you're getting the loss of his daughter, like right off the bat with, in a really cool visual sci-fi way. Yeah. And, and it was, it's one of those, when I watched it in director's cut, it was such a good scene. That I was like, is this actually in the original? Like, I had to kind of question myself because it looked so good. It's weird, and it? I kind of thought, why would they cut that out? It just looks, it's like, it's barely any time at all either. Because <laughs> all that happens is he's in there and then his assistant says, oh, God, she's here. Yeah. So she just walks out and sits behind his desk and then it's the next scene. It wasn't much. Weird. Yeah. You know what else is weird? Why, you know, this is two Japanese people talking to each other and they subtitle some of it and then halfway <laughs> yeah. through they just suddenly start talking English to each other. Well, he says he says your Japanese is terrible, doesn't yeah, he? But like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like that bit. But yeah, no, it is a bit odd. Yeah, it is a bit odd. And yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, yeah, he's annoyed that, that the data's gone missing. He wants it back. Uh, and ha- ha- hey, we've missed how Keanu gets away from the Yakuza. How does he get away? I can't remember, to be honest. How does he get away? By wearing an absolutely terrible, slightly racist disguise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's wearing like a giant blue coat, yeah. a kind of baker's boy hat, and his skin is a little bit orange. Yeah, and he's it, got weird long hair. And it, it's three seconds, but you're a bit like, whoa, I don't know about this. This is like, you know. It is weird. I don't know. It's a bit odd. 
like. Also, where's he got that outfit from? <laughs> it's out of his bag. Or something. I don't know. In yeah. fact, he's do- he's put makeup on his face, hasn't he? Yeah, somehow. He's a different shade of Keanu. Yes, that is definitely. Bad. He's like his... <laughs> yeah, it looks really it looks really inappropriate. I don't know how people haven't kind of yeah. But anyway, um, he gets out. Uh, Udo Kier is like, mate, you know. We've got. It's him to come back to the base, does he? I can't remember. So they've gone. He's, he's flown on the Concorde yes. to Newark, yeah. the new city of Newark, and he gets scanned at the uh, at the uh, airport, and there's seepage going on. Yes, because he's got too much uh, too much data in his head. Yeah. So it basically sets this kind of ticking clock that he's got 24 hours basically to get the. Uh, Otherwise, he'll go mad. Else, he'll go mental. Yeah, yeah he's got like weird flashbacks, isn't he? To the. But is he getting flashes yeah. to the data, or is he getting? Oh, he's, he's, he's seeing the thing his kid isn't he? Was it his own memories? Well, I don't see. It's weird because again, in the director's cut, so I think in this version there's a couple of weird flashes of his childhood. Yeah. And in the director's cut, there is only one flash of his childhood, which is at the very end. And you know, in the very end of this, spoilers, you see the whole childhood, yeah. that kind of rubbish birthday party. That's not in the director's cut at oh, all. Oh right. But I'd say it's better for not having that. <laughs> like <laughs> weird, like yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but you, uh, yeah. So he's heading, he's heading to see Ralphie. Uh, but but before he gets there, you get the weird uh, obligatory '90s club scene. Yeah, which is has got some fantastic costume design, but which I mean terrible. Like yeah. the women in it, or th- th- this is a future where everyone's got weird face makeup because that's yeah, I guess a cheap way to make it look futuristic, and, isn't it? And they're they're making they're doing the classic uh, um, Fifth Element. Well, it's the future, so we like opera, but to like dance beats, because yeah, yeah. that's futuristic. Dance opera, and everyone's in bondage gear. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's the future, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's the future. <coughs> it is very proto Matrix, I think, isn't it? In terms of the look yeah. of it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. Too, I mean, it's. I love. There's a um, there's a weird like there's two like grey grey men in like bondage harnesses wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, the behind yeah, them. Like, yeah, no, I know. It's like it's grappling like, yeah, like this at the yeah. behind them, which is very odd. Yeah, um, yeah. It does feel obligatory, doesn't it? This kind of scene of like, yeah, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It ain't great. But it's where you get to meet, uh, yeah, Henry Rollins and Dina Meyer. Yeah, she's a um, well, she's got this Naz thing. Although we don't know yet, do we? She just do we no. know? She starts having shakes, doesn't she, and stuff like that. Yeah, he well, she she's a bodyguard, and yeah. she's been augmented by him, who's a Doctor Stroke Cyborg Maker. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But yeah, she wants to be a bodyguard, but Ralphie <coughs> won't hire her because. Um, <coughs> Sorry. Right. Ralphie won't hire her because yeah, she's the got thing. the NAS yeah, she thing. Can't yeah. be uh, can't be trusted. And that, you know, a NAS a NAS storage is actually a it's a thing that is it's a oh, is it's it? an IT thing. Yeah, a NAS box. Oh, it's okay. like a network network storage device. It's weird. I'd like to think they name that after this disease. Maybe that. And Naz will Maybe. start shaking, but probably not. Um, no. Yeah, so uh, Ralphie wants to get the stuff out of his head, doesn't he? Yeah. So he goes to the clinic. Um, oh, we get to see IT first, don't we? He has to go. Yeah, so he goes he to get, the... Yeah, well, Ralphie's betrayed him and sent him to this kind of rundown bit where the Yakuza are waiting for him. Oh, It just yes, happens yeah, to yeah. be where Ice T is as well. Yeah, I never really got, like... Because Ralph is low tech, isn't he? They're all low tech. Like the no, low... Ralph is no, Ralph is not a low tech. He's the the agent one. Udo Kier. Yeah, he's not a low tech. I wouldn't say he's not. No, 
Right. So why do you send him to a low-tech place to get the stuff No, going? because he's not. Because he sends him to that shady place yeah. where the bald guy, the Yakuza people are just waiting to just ambush Johnny Mnemonic to cut his head off. Right, okay. It's just a trap, basically, I, I in, in a back alley. Right, okay. A back alley trap. I didn't really get the divide. I think in my mind, again, in my defence, COVID-addled, it was yeah. that everyone in the film except... Pharmacom were all the low class, oh, okay. but that's not the case. Yeah, then. no, I don't think it's so. Just no, Ice T, who's the low tech people. Yeah, Ice T yeah. just happens to be spying on what's going on in that area because it's unusual for someone in an ill-fitting suit to show up. Yeah. and uh, it is an ambush, and uh, basically, yeah, he kind of def- Johnny kills everyone, but then in in somehow. Ice T's friend gets shot really stupidly. So then yeah. they're kind of like they save each other, don't they? That fight then, is, it, it's so um like you said, the act the fighting's terrible. And like yeah, the, the no. punches, they're like miss they they there's about like two foot between the punch and the actual like face going down, things like that. It's really badly <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah, no, it just doesn't work. But yeah, so you kind of met Ice T there. Um you've also seen Ice T earlier because he keeps hacking he hacks the uh, TVs every oh, so often, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? What's his name? Weird- J-Bone. <laughs> J-Bone. Weirdly, the hacks look different in the director's cut to the to this version. Yeah, That's it's odd. Like in, it, it? in the normal version, it's very obviously iced tea, isn't it? Yeah. But in the, in the director's cut, it's like two square eyes and a square mouse. You couldn't really tell who it was. But you know it's iced tea, but you, you can't... It's more abstract, I guess. Yeah. Um, maybe again they just thought oh we need to know it's Ice-T because he's a name at this I don't know <laughs> that feels like a weird decision but obviously what was nice to see wouldn't it like the process that went on between you know like why yeah. things were done it'd be nice to know why things were done I mean, that might be discussed yeah, in the commentary would... maybe maybe they go through like yeah no why. yeah 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 but yeah he manages to get he gets uh yeah, he kind of gets away there. He gets a, and then he Udikir gets him, doesn't he? He knocks him yeah. out, and he, that's when he goes like, "Not the head, don't touch the head, or whatever." Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, because he goes back to see Ralphie, gets knocked out, yeah. and he's about to the laser nail Shinji yes. is going to cut his head off. Yeah, this is the new plan uh, to get the data out of him. But then Dina Meyer jumps in and saves the day with a weird long knife yeah, like stick. A, yeah, thing. She's like, it's like yeah. she's offensive because she, they all do like fencing poses, don't they? It's like <laughs> yeah. a weird kind of. Yeah. Stuff. Also, actually, in the director's cut, it's implied that Shinji doesn't have that bit of his thumb because he cut it off in Dishonor. Right. Which oh, makes yeah. a lot more sense, doesn't it? Because yeah. they're Yakuza. Also, he's got... Yeah. I, I do like his weird, like, electro whip thing he's got. Oh, I, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, the only thing I think is, though, if, if that technology exists, surely everyone would use that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he, he literally slices Udo Kier into, yeah, into like, like three into bits. Like, yeah. yeah, it looks amazing. If you've got yeah. that, start with that. Don't escalate to that. Just get that out. Like, <laughs> surely the threat of that would be like, I'll do what you say. Like, you've got yeah. this whip that can just across yeah. the room oh, yeah, yeah, slice me to bits. I'll do yeah. what you say. Um, <laughs> yeah. They don't do what they say. Yeah, she, it gets away and it all goes wrong, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. And uh, is this where Shinjes the higher Jesus? I think it's around here. They. So they escape into the sewers. Yeah. So Jane and Johnny have escaped into the sewers because, uh, and then Shinji's failed again. Yeah. So Takashi uh, beats Takashi, or yeah, he's just called Takahashi. That's Takahashi, it. Yeah. Takahashi calls uh, Street Preacher. Yeah, Street Preacher. Uh, to uh, to yeah to hire him to sort to sort things out. And this is Dolph Lundgren, uh, and his whole deal is is that he thinks he's Jesus, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
It's odd, isn't it? Is this guy in the short story? Do you remember? No. No, right. This character was created <laughs> completely for this film. This is... he. They, he, he uh, what's it? William Gibson created this character for this film. Um, so, yeah, what is it? Uh, what have I got here? Uh, it says, Longo's experiences with the finances were poor, believing that their demands compromised his artistic vision. Many of the casting decisions such as Lundgren, were forced upon him to increase the film's appeal outside the United States. Lundgren and Gibson, who had no idea what to do with Lundgren, created a new character for him. Lundgren had previously stated in several action films, uh, had starred in several action films that emphasised his physique. He intended the role of the street preacher to be a showcase for further range as an actor. But his character... But and this is in the director's cut. The next sentence I'm going to say, this, version, this right. bit is in the director's cut. His character's monologue was cut during editing... Gibson said that the monologue, a sermon about transhumanism that Lundgren delivered naked, was cut to fears of offending religious groups. It's not that long, but there is a scene in the director's cut where you see him in the church naked, but it's kind of in shadow. And there's an entire congregation and he's talking to them. It's not very long, but it looks great. And then basically the the Yakuza walk in with the thing to store the head in. Yeah. And then he see he clocks them from away and goes, "Oh, I must go. My my children work, you know, work calls. So it makes sense why he's got the fucking head carrier, which you don't understand why you yeah. have. So again, it's it's actually but also a plot the thing. fact that he's a transhumanist. Is that even mentioned in the normal cut? No, I don't think it is. No, because that kind of explains. Yeah, if you think he's like a yeah, because he's, he's augmented his of, body, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, like tons and tons. And that kind of yeah. makes sense why he thinks he's a religious figurehead. If he thinks he's the start of a new yeah. movement of transhumanist people. Yeah, that's such a, a crucial... Because otherwise, you just think, why is his guy dressed up like Jesus? Which <laughs> yeah. is what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It was... but So considering... I mean, a credit to them, they were forced to put in Dolph Lundgren and they made they the most so, yeah. insane character with him. Yeah. I mean, not even from their book. Like, from he's not a book, a character from the story. He's great fun, and really great fun. He, he he's a bit like a like he's a, like a Mortal Kombat character, isn't he? Really, like the yes. way they use every aspect of Jesus to make into weapons. Yep. You know, yeah. He's got a cross with a knife in. Yeah. His computer. He's got. He's talking when he when he rings him. He's he's got a Bible, hasn't he? That's yep. got the screen in it. He likes to put uh, nails out, nails through hands. Nails people up. Yeah. He has outside the church are TVs in the shape of a cross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has a hook, a shepherd's, shepherd's hook. hook. Yeah, deadly shepherd's that hook. He uses. Yeah. Wears the robes, yeah. doesn't he? Really long hair. He's uh, uh, yeah. He's, he's all in on the uh, Jesus thing. It, I think it's a great performance. I think he's, I mean, he's having totally fun. He's going he? for it. He's having fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's it's. I mean, this is not a great film, but. I mean, that's what I think. I know you don't agree. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but I think I do appreciate the fact that it's hard to get bored because there's so much weird stuff yeah. like this going on. It keeps oh, you yeah, going. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can see what, they could see why they kind of wanted to make it like... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It is an oddity, this film. Yeah, and it's got an, it is an oddity. It's got another trick up its sleeve, uh, which is VR, which... Well, yeah. So, yeah. So Johnny needs to get. I need to get online. He needs to get online. I need a computer. And <laughs> so they, they go to Crazy Bob's computer store. Yeah, uh, Keanu. I love the. I love the bit when he just starts shouting products. <laughs> yes. And do you know what that? Do you know why that bit? Why that scene has caused con- not controversy, but caused interest. No. One of the products he shouts is a Thompson iPhone. He actually says, I need Thompson iPhones. Oh. Now, people have heard that and think he says, I want an iPhone. Yeah. 
Now they think he it was predict he predicted this film predicted iPhones. What he means is I, yeah, as in yeah, on your yeah. eye phones. Yeah. So and it is actually it's I can't remember what it was related to. It's is there something that it makes sense why it's called that? Yeah. But yeah, for a while people thought this film was like completely predicted the future. Keanu uh, is uh, doing his acting scored range of miming things, isn't he? For I this? love it. It's so good. I love it. So for people who've not seen it, he, he's got his VR headset on and he's got this pair of like haptic gloves. And so I mean, this is this is peak '90s here because yes. the nice idea of the because remember this is the this is the era of like um, what was that Microsoft in Carter? Do you remember in Carter? Yeah, the CD-ROM yeah. encyclopedia and it's Macromedia Shockwave and yeah, it, Unix system. Yeah, it, it's that it's that era of the future will be a 3D world. I mean, yeah. and weirdly, I mean, we're kind of going that way again, aren't we? With like Meta and Meta and things like yeah. that. Yeah, but. Um, I, I love I love the fact that the idea of like he goes into this world and it's like scanning through 3D buildings or whatever and he's doing his little hand moves and the loads idea of that hands. it loads of hands but well, the unpack it he's like opening that's it that's opening it. Things. everything is like a mist puzzle isn't it like to hack into <laughs> yeah. something he has to like rearrange a block puzzle and I just it's a hotel isn't he doesn't he got to slide the hotel so, around to, like get, yeah, to like, open up the fire. yeah it's brilliant <laughs> yeah. I, I it's so, so wish that like that was really like imagine if like you yeah. went to your internet banking now and you went to like I don't know, rearrange yeah. a nationwide logo. Like open, get... a, open a vault to get into yeah. your account. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's, it's very, it really reminds me of that community episode where they buy the VR yeah, yeah, it's thing. Very... For the, it's very much like that. <laughs> it's also like, it's also a very lawnmower man. It is extreme, well, but it's but a much better made uh, version, I think, yes. isn't it? Like, yeah. I think, obviously it's not, doesn't look good, but I think it's a very complete... Look, oh yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it looks it's cool. Quite busy, yeah. lot of stuff going yeah. on, and it, yeah. it just it's kind of adverts. It look, yeah, the way it looks, it does look yeah. good. And also, while what, what's great is while he's doing that, you've got the yakuza scientist who's standing <laughs> doing all the. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm trying to hack him. Like he's doing yeah. all these yeah. ridiculous. I found him. He's like doing all these ridiculous hand movements yeah. as well to try and track him down. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes wrong, and she's like oh you need to get out and he's like no I've got one more thing and he goes on the board Yeah, he's like oh I've got this guy I can talk to and he's like, you're too hot oh, that man guy's, yeah, that guy's <laughs> get off my board he can fold it like he's an origami thing isn't it and he has to yeah. fold all the bits of the, and then he's got the claws I, I could burn you and his, his hands get these ridiculous claws yeah. and he's like oh no they've sent a virus <laughs> get out it's, it's so stupid it's so stupid but really really entertainingly stupid I, I want someone um, I mean, they might have already done this but Someone should make a game, like a VR game, in this world, shouldn't they? Because it was so much fun. Because, yeah. I mean, the haptic gloves exist now, and you can make this, couldn't you, where you would actually go around oh, yeah. solving a yeah. crime in this kind of weird... Yeah, a kind of... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Johnny to Demonic embrace world. this idea of the internet that is not real, but could be made real now. Yeah. Really, it could so, look really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. It's the, I've yeah. got a feeling now. I've got this sort of... This, this, this is kind of what I imagine Elon Musk wants the internet to be, isn't it? <laughs> We're all wearing like Ready Play on headsets, and we're all yeah, doing slide puzzles around. to get into Twitter or whatever. And... <laughs> yeah, no, it's very. It is like you say. This film, it, it, the, the, the pace of this doesn't. Re- it doesn't really let up. It just keeps going, kind of going yeah, along. Yeah, it does. You don't have any big boring dialogue bits. Yeah, and in fact, actually, even when they touch upon things like uh, when Jane says, uh, he says about his memory, and she goes, "Oh, um, well, have you got family?" And stuff, and he's like, "Oh, have you got family and stuff?" Like, <laughs> just a shout, sir. And so they're not even prepared to go into that kind of like. It just doesn't. Do you th- does it? I mean, do you yeah. think it's meant to be that he's 
he's losing his mind. That's what the maybe. I just, there's a lot of those weird bits where he shouts, isn't, isn't he? he? Yeah, like yeah, in that bit a towards the end, I quote at the start where he just starts shouting, "I want room service. I want yeah." Frick, what's that about? To- I don't know. He just totally loses it. Doesn't yeah. He? Yeah, he has like a breakdown. Yeah, I think maybe it is he. I mean, I, I don't know if you're supposed to see him as a very selfish character who is forced to, like he says, he's kind of being forced to save the world, but he doesn't really want to. He doesn't really care about anyone. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's um, kind of the least interesting character. In, well, I don't know. They're not. They're none of them are very interesting. Are they? I mean, really, I think the best. They're all good fun. <laughs> they are all good fun. I think the best character character is Henry Rollins' character, who's we go to next, Spider. Mm. Like I think he, I think I think I think Henry Rollins is actually quite good in this. Yes, and especially yeah, as his scene where they go to, to try and fix his brain, or whatever. He's mm. kind of carrying a lot of the actual plot in this one scene. Like I say, this is he explains yes. the NAS thing. He explains yep. the fact that he's got the pharmacon. He's got yep. the cure for NAS in his brain. Yep, and he explains it was supposed to be yeah. So the so the 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 guys in the beginning yeah. were defectors from Pharmacom who had and Pharmacom had the cure for NES, but they've been hiding it yeah, because it, it doesn't make them yeah they're keeping it. So they sent it out to the underground of hospitals, and the code is Doctor Allcome, yeah. which Keanu just can't work out. Like yeah. he really has difficulty, <laughs> and literally Henry Wells has to go all come to the place where the thing is happening. I guess they literally like say it, doesn't yeah. he? Like. Uh, yeah, so they were going to then use this... Uh, Wasn't it meant to be Spider who got the thing as I well? Think, I, think. I think they're just a collective of people. That yeah. It didn't really matter who got it. Um, but yeah, but yeah, like you say, he does that good... When uh, Johnny says, what causes it? And he just goes around the room banging stuff, going, this causes it, and this causes it, and, yeah. you know, technological fucking civilization. <laughs> he says, that causes it. Um, the problem is Preacher's on the case, and uh, yeah. where's this? Uh, uh, Ice Teach is a great line. Preacher... That motherfucker's got God and technology ass backward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got I've got written here, and I don't know if this is true. It's from IMDb, and and this would have changed the film entirely. Early in the development, Bono was in talks about supervising the soundtrack and possibly playing Street Preacher. Oh man! Imagine, imagine Bono. <laughs> As Street Preacher. Is he acting anything at all, Bono? Do you know what Bono's in? What? Yeah, are you aware of the franchise Sing, the kids' film Sing? Oh, yeah, Sing? a bit of a pig in it. Yeah, in Sing 2, Bono plays a lion who's used to be a great singer who's written all of the U2 songs, but, but they're not the U2 songs, they're this lion song. Right. And his wife died, so he retired, and... Uh, the plot is that the, the the kind of main animals are putting on the show using U2 songs. Yeah. And the guy who's going to finance it is like, oh, my God, you're going to get his songs. How, how can you do that? He never gives rights to anything. And they blag it and go, oh, yeah, 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 he's given us the rights. So they have to go and get him, Bono, out of retirement. Now, the issue here is that all the <coughs> way through, he Bono is doing an accent now, I think he thinks he's being American, but he kind of sounds Jamaican. <laughs> and it's, it's very, very odd. And it oh, doesn't dear. stay. It's very odd. I mean, when he sings, he's fine. But <laughs> when he's, he's like, oh, no, my wife died. It's, it's just like, you just like, why did they make him do a voice? <laughs> like, Matthew McConaughey's in it. He's not doing a voice. Don't make Bono do a voice. It's a weird thing to get for that isn't it yeah it's very odd it it's, a very, it's not a bad film the film's yeah. actually fine but Bono is very odd in it um, and also he's playing like an an angry yeah widowed recluse 
Like, you kind of wonder why he went with that. Like, but who knows who wrote all of the U two songs? They are all the U two songs. So, well, it's very odd. Yeah, there you go. Sadly, he's not so, in this film. Um, no, he's not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be, that would be amazing. <laughs> it really would. Uh, no, it is Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Preacher turns yeah. up and uh, kicks. He actually kills Spider, doesn't he? He kills. He kills Spider, and they and they get sent off, don't they? They escape again. Yeah, they run him over. Is that before this? Yeah, they run it. They run him over on the way to hospital. They just hit him, and and he's just like, "What was that?" Yeah, he's so confused, (laughs) isn't he? By yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, The other, the other, the other character we haven't mentioned, who's possibly I would say the worst actor in this film, would be the blue woman that represents Pharmacom. Oh yeah, the ghost in the the machine. Machine, yeah. Yeah, that's, so, that's now, isn't it? Takahashi like yes. goes into now, it. Now, and... in the director's cut, yeah. she is in it more and from the beginning, and her she is explained a lot quicker and a lot clearer right. what she even is. Yeah. And it's a lot more it's just better handled in the director's cut. You you get what she pops up straight away. Yeah. They it, he looks into it straight away. He, he gets told what she is straight away. Right. And it's and because you obviously see more of him with about all the stuff about his kid, it makes more sense why she's trying to contact him and everything. Shouldn't they've got somebody who looked the same race as Keanu Reeves? Oh, well, do you think? I don't think she's. Do you think she's Keanu's mum? I don't think she's Keanu's mum. Well, she is, isn't she though? I don't think she was. I thought at the end that they say it is his mum. I didn't think they ever said that. I can see what you mean that in the end, that weird bit at the end, it looks a bit like her, but that's not in the director's cut. The bit at the birthday party. Hang on, my memory of this is the end of it. She literally says she's his mum. Does that she, happen? I don't, I don't think so. I don't remember that. But she's the head of Pharmacom. Who's dead. Who's dead, who died. But why would he not remember that he was anything to do with Pharmacom? Because his childhood's been removed. I don't know. I mean, it's not. I don't remember that being. I mean, I don't know. I mean, see, the thing is, I'm, I, I literally could have made it up because <laughs> I was feverish and in the right state. It's already. I mean, I, insane, I feel like maybe they're trying to hint at that, but I don't think it's ever. I don't remember it being explicitly said. Oh, well, that's... Yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, should, are you sure? I've got. I'm gonna have to. No, I might uh, be wrong. Well, I might be wrong. Good. Look at Wikipedia. Yes, look at the let Wikipedia. Me get, uh, let me get the thing up now. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember it being explicitly said, but I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'm just too busy enjoying. I tell you what, let's wait, let's look at the end, shall we? I think they say at the end, so we'll we'll look at the okay. synopsis at the end. That's a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps she keeps popping up again. Anyway, Takahashi. Yes, she's very. You adamant. must listen to me. Oh, yes, she needs because he. I didn't get it as well. Takahashi's saying like he doesn't know who she is, right? No. But then he also says, "Well, she's running the company." He, he doesn't know who she is and then he gets his assistant to look into it and then they work and then they go oh she was put in the machine when she died it was part of her will or whatever and she's running it she, she runs was Farmer the head Cup. of it she was the head of it and then her last will and testament was to get to be into uploaded into it so she kind of runs but maybe like runs like the operating system rather than runs as in yeah. in charge um the preacher gets hold of a, a fantastic uh, actor, some old, very old dude. Oh, Hooky. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> That's what the character's called, Hooky, yeah. <laughs> uh, Don Franks, also yeah. known by his stage name of Iron Buffalo, which I think is fantastic. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, he yeah. he's a, he was a singer, I think. He's not actually a. Oh, okay. Anyway, but I think it, it, he's great. That scene where he gets tortured yeah. and killed is uh, is great. They err in vision. They stumble in judgment. For all the tables are full of vomit and filthiness, so that there is no place clean. <laughs> and then he's like, "You should have seen it in here before." <laughs> And then he just dumps his hand into the, the, the cryo yeah. thing, doesn't he? Yeah. No, he's... Oh, he gets it. Spider gets it. Yeah. Um, they get, Everyone's getting they're it. They're at the hospital. Um, oh, no. So now we're going to go to the... Um, so Spider's last thing he says is... Because his Spider's already says, I can't get it out of your head, and it's a basic cut your head yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he says, the only person you can go to now is... Uh, uh, Jones. Well, he says, Joe, go and see Jones. Jones, yeah. Uh, and they go to where J-Bone is. And there's a hilarious bit when they're outside of the low-tech space. Now, spoilers, Jones is a dolphin, yeah. right? And Jane knows that Jones is a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. And Keanu doesn't. And he says, so who's this Jones guy? Uh, and she's like, uh, yeah, he was in the Navy. <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, what, military? Like, what, like a hacker or whatever? And she's like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see her face. She's just like, am I going to tell him he's a fucking dolphin? Like, am I going to bring this up? Or what's going to happen when we get in there? Like, it's it, her face is really funny. Like, I guess because she's thinking, like, you know, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't buy this. I wouldn't let a dolphin in my yeah, head. Yeah, we could lose him right now because if I say this to him, he's going to walk off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really don't like Ice-T in this film. I think he's terrible. I think he can't act at all. I think he's very annoying. I think the the, the look of these hackers, yeah, like they're all wearing very, like pots and pans on their heads, and they've got it's like very nineties, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and they've all got shoe raggedy. polish all over themselves, haven't they? But like, yeah. it's meant to be camo, but it just looks like they've sort of had an accident. Yeah, it's, no, uh, it, it's not great. It's not great. No, it's not great. It it, it's, it's, it looks a bit budget. And again, and no, he, he's doing. He does what he does, but that's all he can do, isn't it? Yeah, and again, it's like carrying because because I mean, really, as you say, it's a dolphin who's going to save the day. But it's mm. it's down to the mouth of Ice T to sort of convey this, and he's not the character you need at the climax of the film, <laughs> is he? Really? Not really. Um, no. Yeah. Another change. Another change here, oh, yeah. which is uh, in the director's cut, which is uh, <coughs> con- con- coherent and true to the book. Mm. But when I say this out loud, you're going to see why they cut it out. Mm. Jones is a heroin addict, <laughs> and there is a scene where Ice-T says, oh, yeah, he's a junkie as well, and he squirts something into the tank, and he's like, oh, yeah, he doesn't need it, but I just give it to him just to keep him, like, so that he he thinks he's still in the Navy. And that is in the book, and you can see totally why they cut it out of the film. So, Jones... Jones is a a cybernetic dolphin, right? Yes, but he he got addicted to crack to keep him working for the Navy. But he literally did serve in the Navy as as a cybernetic dolphin. Yes, right, okay. and who was a junkie, and that's how they junkie. kept him doing what they were doing. Yeah. yeah, and that is in the director's cut, but not in the normal version, which you could kind of see why they took out. But how you know. did jo- so say Jones right? He's in the navy, and they realise yeah. he's addicted to, to, to crack, and yeah. they honourably discharge him. Right? What do they do? Just yeah. throw him back into the sea? <laughs> I don't know. And yeah, then, and then know. someone, then he's. Someone swims up to him and says, oh, "Come work here." Yeah, do you want to come and work here? Yeah, I don't know. That's the film. I don't I know watch. how it works, but yeah, but it's great. I mean, that'd be a like, good film, wouldn't it? Like Navy Seals, but just loads of dolphins. <laughs> Navy Seals, literally. Yeah, literally Navy Seals. Yeah. 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 Um, yet again, the Japanese, the Yakuza, on the case. Uh, yeah. So I, in in the director's cut, I'm 
there feels like there's more of the like Yakuza turning up, right. Takahashi flying over in a helicopter. Because in in the mainstream version, you know the guys do they they drop a car on someone, don't they? Yes. On the outside. Yeah. Does the woman does a woman with a rocket launcher go mental about that? She definitely shoots a lot of people. She's going. She's yeah, going mad okay. shooting people out there. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because she's. It seems like she's upset by them dropping the car on her friend, so that, she just gets the rocket launcher. That makes sense because I mean, she, she's basically one man army. She shoots everyone yeah. Out, yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's there's a real like problem with the sense of space here because yeah, inside is clearly like a set, a tiny little set, but outside it's as though they're in this huge. They're on a big, huge bit of the bridge. It's a bridge, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I yeah, it's mass- yeah. You don't really yeah, get that, make, do you, yeah. from what they're in? No. Because like at no. the end as well, and they drop the, you know, they they drop the preacher out off the bridge, don't they? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. they're like in this big room, and then they all of a sudden they yeah. cut to it, and he's falling off a bridge. It's like, well, what? Yeah. And I, mean, I do Weird. quite like that set. It's quite Terry Gilliam, the set with the with the dolphin in it and the huge mound of TVs, and it's all right. It's a bit. Yeah. I don't I know. Don't it's like a bit it. TV movie, isn't it? I think. Mm. Did you notice uh, that Keanu gets strapped to a chair? Mm. Do you know, can you name, did you know that Keanu Reeves gets strapped to chairs a lot in films? Does he? Well, he does in Matrix, not that much. Yep. Do you want to try and find some more? John Wick? Yes. There's Uh, one that we've watched on the podcast. Bill and Ted? No. Um, He's doing a lie detector test, I think it is, when he gets strapped to the chair. Oh, um... Oh god, that bad, the bad one. Um, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but I know the day the earth stood still. Oh, day the earth stood still. I meant, yeah. um, I meant the druggy one. Oh no, 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 no. There's two more. He gets trapped to a chair. Interview in. the one... vampire. No, <laughs> two more. He gets trapped. He's not. Is he in that? No, you're thinking of uh, Bram Stoker's oh, Dracula. Bram Dracula yeah. Yeah, two more. He gets trapped to a chair in one where it's actually the whole film, and one where it's just a one-off. Constantine. He gets trapped to a chair. Oh, yeah. And the film Knock Knock. Which I've never seen. I've seen that. But it, I think two girls, like, they like, they're teenage girls, and he's all like, oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, you pervert, and strap him to the chair, oh, and then right. sign Robbie's house or something. I, I don't really know. But he's strapped to the chair a lot in that film. Oh, but it's I a forgot weird, he's in Constantine. Uh... I quite like Constantine. <laughs> yeah. It's an all right yeah. film. Yeah. Is Gabriel Byrne in that? No, I'm thinking, what am I thinking of? Um, my mind's loaded the shop. <laughs> What's that film with Gabriel Byrne in it when he's the devil and uh Oh uh yeah, no, I do know what you mean, but I can't think. Yeah, there is a film where Gabriel Byrne's the devil. Yeah. That's not Constantine though. Is Kyrie's no. in that? I don't think he's is he. No, I don't think he's in this the film you're talking about, but there's definitely a film with Gabriel Byrne where he is the devil. <laughs> I don't know, I've got yeah. to that oh because Constantine's um from Hell, isn't he? Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's a yeah. There is a yeah. method to it. It's somewhere in there. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Anyway, back to this film. Um, it's all a big, it's just a big shootout, isn't it? Really. And everyone's turning up. So the laser yeah. guys, Shinji's there with his laser nail. Uh, the Yakuza are broken in. Takahashi just pops up yeah. uh, with a sword and a gun. Uh, he's just decided then... that everyone else he sent is no good. So he just turned up himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's not much forward thinking in their plan, is there? Really? Because like preachers no. there, they're not called him up or said like don't no. go with it. No, they're just all happening at yeah. the same time. Yeah, he turns up. Yeah. And meanwhile, so, yeah. like Keanu's strapped into the the net again, isn't he? Yeah, he's getting online. Because he's trying to, he's going back into his own brain. Is that it? So, get... so he's he's trying to get the three images that will unlock. That's it, so he's yeah. got and he's got well, he's got two, hasn't he? Yeah. And Jones. No, got... he's no, he's got one. He has one image. Yeah. Then after the standoff with uh, uh, Takahashi, 
Takahashi realizes that in fact Pharmacom are bad and yeah. that he should do the yeah. honorable thing. So he gives him the second image, yes. but then there's still the third image to get. Um, but to do that, to he has to hack his own brain. Yeah, he's got to hack your own head. He's doubling up. Yeah, you know, doubling up, but it's not in the director's cut. It's really weird. Well, I mean, because what does it mean? He's doubling himself. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I love it though. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, he's got like he, he, virtual Keanu. He's got an extremely long, tall head, doesn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, but I, like, it looks, it looks, yeah, it looks crazy, doesn't it? But it, yeah, it, it reminds me of like CD-ROM games in the nineties. I've got a lot of nostalgia of that look of like, yeah. Especially that music going on. I like yeah. um, then, the preacher's death's good, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. So he he nails what's it Jane to the wall. Yes. With his... uh, and then yeah, and then Johnny she... jumps him. Yeah, and then she basically goes and asks Jones for help, and then basically just turns <coughs> the microwave. Like a, yeah, is it, is it a microwave emitter? Yeah. It's microwave. Yeah. yeah, so she it just sets him on fire. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's great. It's, it's absolutely stuff. great. Um, and he's completely lost it, hasn't he? Because he's like, "You've got the cure, and I will be the savior when I take it out of your head." And he's just just like mental, isn't it? At this he's point. in his own it's film. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, literally at this point, because I say the other bad guys have turned up, so he's like, <laughs> "It doesn't need to be there." Need to be there at all? No. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, right, right, I'm going to Wikipedia now because this is when we get the flashback, yeah. and I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, so they 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 get the they get it out of they get yeah they get the they they hack the brain, gets the final image, which is the woman from Pharmacom. Um, yeah, so Wikipedia says the AI is revealed to be the virtual version of Johnny's mother, okay. who is also the founder of Pharmacom. Right, okay. Angry at the company and, holding back the cure. That's what I thought. I'm sure she, she, she but says... But why does she... Uh, but what, does she says it then? I think she says to him, like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm your mum, whatever. Yeah, well, I don't... Well, like I say, in the director's cut, you have... You know the bit when he's knocked out, when he kind of has a... He, uh, when he does his big speech about, I want a laundered search yeah, yeah, yeah. On the way up from, from there to going up, he's out of it, isn't he? Yeah. And he has a little flashback of his childhood. Yeah. So in the director's cut, it's much, much quicker. The flashback is much, much simpler, quicker. Mm. And he comes around, he's like, oh, I nearly remember my childhood. And then him and Jane kiss. But then that is it. You never see any more of his childhood. Whereas in this version, you've had a flashback earlier, the flashback there, and then at the very end, once he's got the cure out, there's this whole depressing... Like it looks. I mean, his childhood looks crap, doesn't it? It's, really it's like a party. grumpy woman giving him a birthday yeah, cake. His mum looks really annoyed, doesn't she? That, yeah. That, that shot when she looks down at him. Yeah. yeah well, if you I think about that. it, they've probably called her back four months after the shot finished to say, can you come and wear this horrible dress because we need to film a bit more of Johnny Mnemonic? <laughs> and she's like, well, I thought I was done, mate. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. That's probably why she looks so grumpy. It is weird. Um, and you, yeah. you're also right there. Like, it makes no sense that he wouldn't know. Like, why, if she's the... Because I think, because the idea is, it says here anyway, that, like, she was obviously annoyed at the fact they were holding back the cure. Yeah. Which is why she put herself in the thing to try and get it out. But Yeah, or maybe why they killed her as well. But like you say, what 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 is the benefit of, of blanking out Johnny Mnemonic's memory? Yeah. And why can't you remember anything about working there? And why, why wouldn't she have him just working at Pharmacom... No, it doesn't help. I, like, I think mm. that's why they don't. I, like I say I couldn't. Re, I didn't really see that in the director's cut, but I don't think I've remembered that anyway. Um, but yeah, but basically the cure goes online, and uh, another brilliant uh, wrong bit of predicting. Yeah, uh, J Bone says, "Get your VCRs out yeah. and tape this." <laughs> <laughs> so everyone has to record the one broadcast of this thing. If you didn't have your VCR set up, you'd have missed the cure for this disease. Yeah. That's it. You'd have missed it. Sorry, we're not going to. We're never going to play it again. 
because <laughs> we keep going <coughs> videos. J Bone also has the last line of the film, which I do love the weird end. The uh, don't you think it's a complete piss take of Terminator at the end? What? Which bit? When you see Street Preacher move again, the charred skeleton yeah. of him move, and you think it's going to be like a final kind of jump. And they just like sent him in the water. And they just basically put yeah. him up and chucking him out, aren't they? Oh, I suppose it's a, yeah. I think it's supposed to be like a parody of, right, of Terminator. Okay. I just thought uh, like they, they just obviously like made this charred version of him and thought we've got to do something with it. Because they, <laughs> they linger on it for so long as they pull him up, don't they? And then they like, yeah. drag him out. But yeah, he goes, uh, Ice T says, that's just garbage. Get that out of here. And that's the end of the film. That's the last line of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they cut to a, the, the shot of them, you know, they're in front of the, the Pharmacon building in flames. Yeah. Comp yeah. terribly. Yeah, that doesn't look very good. Um, yes, yeah, so I've got here, Sony realised early on the potential for reaching their target demographic through internet marketing and this new technology division promoting the film with an online scavenger hunt mm. offering 20,000 in prizes. One executive was quoted as remarking, we see the internet as turbocharged word of mouth. Instead of one person telling another person something good is happening, it's one person telling millions. <laughs> uh, the film's website facilitated further cross-promotion, I'm really gutted by this next bit, by selling Sony signature-issued Johnny Mnemonic merchandise such as Hack Your Own Brain t-shirts nice. and Pharmacom coffee cups. How much do you want one of them? William Gibson was deployed to field questions about the video game from fans online. The habitual recluse novelist who, despite creating, uh, who's despite creating cyberspace, in cr- cyberspace, one of the core metaphors of the internet age, has never personally been on the internet. Like he likened the experience to taking a shower with a raincoat on and trying to do philosophy in Morse code. <laughs> nice. So he he basically hated marketing this film. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. not. Have you played the game? No, I haven't. Because I, I looked through it a bit, and it's not got anyone in it from. But it's, but it's uh, got actors, isn't it? It's an acted. It's like a point and click. Um, yeah, I'd watched some of the little cutscenes, but I've interactive got, I've got, movie sort of thing. I, I, yeah. I downloaded it. I couldn't get it to run. Um, I was but, a bit sad that it wasn't uh, Keanu. Yeah, I mean, it got it got dreadful yeah. reviews, but it looks yeah. like because um, because Gibson wrote the story for the game apparently. Oh yeah, no, I did read that. Yeah, that's crazy. So I might try to get yeah. that working again at some point because it it looks Isaac Hayes is in it. Really? Yeah. As who? Um, I don't know. Just uh, a character. Yeah, there's Pen- um, Julie Strain, Penthouse model, Isaac Hayes, and uh, basketball player Kirk Rambis are the three stars of it. <laughs> oh my god! So I've got to investigate. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, also, in 2021, so I, I don't know if I, this is a bit what I was like. Maybe just Robert Longo was saying this. Uh, Robert Longo created a black and white version of the film. And said he really liked it because it made him think of Alphaville or Le Jeté. All right, and he's kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, I can't. That's what I was always going for. And I'm like, nah, no, nah, no, you're just like, that's obviously just someone's remembered that Johnny Mnemonic is set in 2021 and rung him and gone, oh yeah, you know your film, yeah. And he's like, oh, I better say something that sounds good. Oh, I, I'd like. To, I always envisioned it in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> if maybe turn the sound off and cut like almost all the whole film out, maybe, but. Yes, yeah, um, it's not, it's not, uh, yeah. I bet in black it's and white it'd be hard to see what's going on because it's a lot of it's, it's not very clear anyway. I don't think it's a very no. good And the internet well would look terrible in black it and white. Was, I like yeah. the colour, I quite like the colour palette. I think it looks, in, I like the colours of it, yeah. It's it got that, good. it's got that nineties thing of, it's like, uh, what's the one you like with Mark Hamill in it? Um, oh, uh, Guyver. Yeah, 
and, the, and, the, and the, the old Turtles films, that kind of look, yeah, everything's just very yeah. dark all the time, isn't it? It's that 90s yeah, kind I of guess. aesthetic of... Yeah. yeah which I, like I get, it's a look, I get that's a look, but... Yeah. Well, there you go, that's Johnny Mnemonic. Now, I already know what you're going to say. You love it, don't yes, you? Yes, I do absolutely <laughs> love it, yeah. I do love it. I was, I mean, the director's cut, let's... It's not a, it's not a massively different film. Yeah, the music does make a difference because the music is much much better. Yeah, and the added scenes make it better because rather than being like some random subplot, all they do is just make there be more of the film and more explanation. Yeah, they're not detracting; they're actually just adding more context and more of the story. It kind of feels weirdly. It feels a bit rougher and a bit more random and a bit more low budget. The yeah. director's cut. I don't know why. Well, it just I, does. I know why that is because this has got that TV movie constant soundtrack thing. Yeah, and that's, it, it makes anything feel cheap. Where it's it, the, yeah. um, it's a problem that um, what's it has the new Doctor Who's this problem where oh, they okay. don't let up with the soundtrack. It's constant, 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 mm. constant. Yeah, and I think it just makes things look cheap because yeah. it's so obvious they're trying to pump it up with. Yeah, the sound yeah, it's yeah. knackering. So if you're saying yeah. it's more sparse of the soundtrack, I can see why it would feel more. It just fits better. They just, they just, they fit. They just fit the music to the scene rather than just being like, right, it just needs to sound like this, just yeah. flat out all the way. Yeah. And it just, it's still very, it's still very cliche nineties yeah. bits of it, but, not but as... it just works. It just works better. And I just think if you know, all right, yeah, I like this film a lot. If you don't like this film, the director's not the director's cut's <laughs> not, not going to make you like it. No, but if no. you like it, I think you, you it, watching the director's cut. It's the kind of director's cut you want because it just makes it kind of better because you're like, but this is just more. I feel like I've just got more more from this because yeah. I've seen more. And it, it, like I can say I don't think it radically changes it, but definitely the music does help. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's a it doesn't. It's not a totally different film. No. I mean. I don't like it. It's, no? <laughs> it's not a good film, but we've seen a lot of films that are like this. This, I, I do think that, I don't know how to describe, like the like we said about the AI, the, the, the internet bit. Yeah. It's shit, but it's coherently shit. And yeah. there's something going on. It's it, The acting's not great. No, it's no. Pretty much throughout, they're all like, Dina Mai's crap, Ice T's crap. Yeah. Keanu is, is Keanu. Big Takahashi... <laughs> isn't really used and, no, and clearly really can't really speak English yet and he's really struggling with the bits they make him do. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Shinji's oh, really overacting. Yeah. I mean, Dolph yeah, Lundgren's is the star, but he's absolutely ridiculous, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Um, so I don't know what... But, I mean, it's not like... I don't know. It isn't toxic like some of the stuff we've watched and it isn't... I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. To, I, know, I know if Chris was here, Chris would be going... Bottom of the list, as he likes to say. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I mean, think can it's I, can I throw can I throw something out there? Go for it. How about around kind of Tammy and the T Rex, Master of the Universe? We're talking like one three, one thirty odd. You know, Star Crash is around there. He's a good fun. I think it's worse than that. Really? Oh, no, I, I, it's very like like cheap and like the action's not very good. It doesn't look. But the very ideas good. are good. It's the ideas are there. And there are very few cyberpunk films, and it is a cyberpunk film, and it should be lauded for that. It is a cyberpunk film, and yeah. there aren't that many. Okay, there are some amazing ones, but there aren't as many as there should be for such a great genre. Yeah, I guess. So one, I don't know. One three. What are you saying? So where's where's Tammy and T Rex? One three one. 
Yeah. And Masters of the Universe is there as well. And Signs. I don't like Signs, but I think Master Universe and Tiny T-Rex are much more fun than this. I mean, Although, I suppose, I don't know. It's tough. It, yeah, I suppose... It's weird because there was, there's definitely bits that are fun, but then there's bits that are kind of boring. But I think, like you said, the pace for it is quite... It, it just yeah, moves, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it bangs along. Yeah. All right, how about nearer the Giver then? Where's that? The Giver is 157. I know I'm on my own here. Because, so, I mean, I really do love... I think nearer the Giver is a, is a fairer okay. place, I personally... Can we go above Serenity? Yes, Serenity, Serenity was crap. Because Serenity is very 90s, and Serenity, only bits of that are good. And it, that Serenity feels more dated, I think, than this does. So... We can. I think I think the guy was a better film than Johnny Mnemonic. Oh. But, but, but I think above Serenity is fair enough, because okay. it's better than Serenity. So we're going above Serenity. One, five, six. Okay. okay. Well, I'll take that. I know I am... Uh, I mean, yeah, I, do, I just really love this film. I think it's... It, I'd forgotten how much I loved it, to be honest. And, and also, it's a good point you made that, like, this is kind of Lawnmower Man done right in a way, the bits that are in yeah. the virtual world. Because uh, um, you remember how terrible those were, that, you know, that massive head version kind of flying yeah. around. They clearly got yeah. so little to work with. And that film was a bit older than this. And also, it didn't but, look like... Like you say, this looks like the... In- it looks like there is stuff... It's like he is travelling through the internet, yeah. as it were. It's weird, but he does look like yeah. there's it, stuff around that he could grab at. And yeah, yeah it's yeah. yeah like I mean, say, it's a silly film. It is a silly. It film. It is silly, but it's coherently but it is, silly, isn't it? Like it's a, yeah. definitely. A, a, and I think it's good a fun. Vision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, maybe because once they made this, they were like, "Now nah, we can't make William Gibson stuff that just <laughs> that stays on the page." I don't know. I wonder. I don't if know I, I why. Mean, surely, Neuromancer will get made eventually. You'd think, wouldn't you? Like it's. It, you think. You think? I'm just gonna look Miramanza film. I was trying to because I was trying to run through all the cyberpunk films in my head, and the only other one because I always thought Stranger Days was a William Gibson thing, but it's not. But that's a cyberpunk film, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, that's that feels a lot like they wanted to make a William Gibson film and couldn't get the rights. A bit with Stranger Days. This it. I've just. It was meant to be out last year, directed by Tim Miller, Miramanza. Oh, really? I don't know if that's real. That's a Deadpool no. director, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. But it didn't happen. So maybe it's in the works then. Maybe that's... Mm, okay. Well, uh, well, you know, it's a great book. He's a great writer. He did, you know, he, yeah, he did really... He did shape a lot of things. He got stuff wrong, but he got, he got a lot right. I mean, but really, um, you don't need it because a lot of his ideas were taken up by, like, um, Japanese people at Animal. Oh, like, hell yeah, yeah. And, and a lot, you've seen it in that, really, a lot of this stuff, haven't you? Like, oh, yeah, I mean... Shell, if you, things like that and... Ghost in the Shell is a far better cyberpunk film yeah. than Johnny Mnemonic, sadly. Yeah. But if you want, to, if you're talking like augmented people, you know, much better action. Uh, this kind of online world, yeah. corporations, Ghost in the Shell nails that 100 percent better than this does. Also, um, the game Cyberpunk 2077, which came out, we played that. Oh, okay, no, I haven't. It's not no. very good, but Keanu Reeves is in that. He's like the. Oh. He's the main character in that, and uh, this film didn't make me think of that because they clearly must have watched this yeah. film and thought it'll do the yeah. job. Well, it's also um, funny in this, isn't it? Because they call at the beginning when he goes to the meeting, he calls himself Mister Smith. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is a weird, yeah. like, uh, like a kind of weird, like, not without seeds, knowing it. Seeds laid yeah. in there, in there, Johnny oh. Mnemonic. It's actually the secret <laughs> history of cinema, really. But right, well, we've got there. I mean, we will have to 
Next time we're all together, we'll ask Chris what he thinks, and if what he wants thought. to nudge it at all, I doubt he will. But um... it's underneath, uh, it's underneath spaceballs, and uh, what's the other thing we used to always use as a bench mark for Chris? Uh, the terrible film that we both hate. Oh, uh, um, t- t- time machine land, or whatever it's called. The time machine one. Yep. What's that, that film called? called? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, uh, Saved that. Not Guaranteed. Yes, it's yeah. underneath that, so I think we'll be okay. Yeah, but, um, yeah. But yeah. those two things. Right, well, I'm hoping, hopefully everyone enjoyed that. Yeah. Although there's only two of us, it's fine. Next <laughs> week, I think it'll be Tomorrowland. And there'll be three of us, mysteriously. There'll be three back, and there'll be one less film in the list, because it was done before. And there'll be no talk <laughs> of COVID or, or directorial stuff, because it was recorded about six weeks ago, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's a good one, though. It is, it is a good one. It's a very good one, to, which is why I won't get it li- right. Yeah. yeah, you need to listen to that till the end. Because that's, I that's mean... why that last 15 minutes where it's gone out of sync, oh, that's oh the, dear. obviously the key bit, isn't it? So, it, Was it because you were... Yeah, well, well, I don't want to say too much for the viewers, but yeah. I, don't I know, broke time. Yeah you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, that was what it was. Um, yeah, I, so it would probably be that. It might be Cowboy Bebop, but that's coming eventually. That's Alex's. Uh, so yeah, we get we uh, on the cards are Tomorrowland, yeah, Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop, yeah. the movie, uh, Monster Trucks, Monster Trucks, and the Great Wall. The Great Wall. That's what what's that's what's coming up, guys. Yeah. Oh, and also, didn't you say we had a suggestion of something to do? I uh, maybe I can't remember. Did I? Yeah, it was in the it was in the chat. I will try and find it. It Let me was look at my big list something dinosaur-y. Oh yes. Um, oh god. Velosa. I won't say the word Velociraptor, but yes, I don't uh, know. Yes. Velosa. Velocipasta. Pardon? Velocipasta. Yes, yeah, Velocipasta. It's about a a, a a pasta, a vicar who is uh, part, part Velociraptor. Is that really what it's about? Yeah. Velocipasta. Velocipasta. Uh, uh, the yeah. The plot follows Pastor Doug Jones, who becomes infected by an artifact, resulting <laughs> in turning to a Velociraptor when he becomes angry. <laughs> oh no, it's an art. Hold on, it's an artifact. That sounds magical. It, it, it does say, we did check, uh, comedy, science fiction, horror. Okay. It could be magical, but. Well, we'll see if Philosopher I mean, passes the test. The trailer wasn't that great. The thing that got me was that the tagline is a man of the claw, which is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. I mean, Chris does love dinosaurs, so maybe that would well, be enough to yeah, so. that would be enough to get him yeah. on board. And also, yeah. the dinosaur suit. Do you remember a long, long time ago in the podcast when we started? Someone in China tried to sell us a dinosaur suit. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that suit yeah. is the suit they use in this film. It's the same suit that we tried to be sold. So. Uh, <laughs> It's Amazing. There. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yes, in the future, look forward to all those films coming up. We still exist. We're still doing films. Don't worry. Yep. Don't worry. Um, and yeah. Cool. Right. Thank you. Uh, I'll see okay. you. I'll see you. I need to get online. You need to get online. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I can't think of another good Johnny Wallet quote. Hang uh, on. Hang on. Yeah. Take some. Oh yeah. Where's the? Hang on. Is he, is he back Double on cheese on? anchovies. <laughs> I want to get online. I need. A computer. I need a computer. <laughs> well, love it. Yes, yeah, we'll get a computer and we'll see you again for something. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.